0: Hi everyone, and welcome to The Road to Motherhood. On this episode, I wanted to speak about miscarriages, and the way you might feel, how your loss might affect you, your partner, or other people in your life. Every miscarriage is different, and there isn't a right way on how to feel about it. A baby loss can be a devastating experience. For some women, it's a great sadness. Others are upset at the time, but recover quickly. The way that you feel depends on your circumstances, your experience of miscarriage and what the pregnancy meant to you. Maybe the pregnancy was particularly special. Perhaps there was an earlier loss or maybe you had experienced more than one. If you experience a very difficult miscarriage, you might feel unwell and drained. There are many ways that miscarriage can affect you and how long it will take you to move on. My second miscarriage was particularly difficult as I had to undergo a DNC. I'm not sure if it was draining for me because it was during Christmas time and a lot of my hospital appointments were postponed till after the Christmas celebrations. All I remember is that I wanted to be happy but I kept finding myself drifting in and out of conversations. I wasn't interested in what anyone had to say. I just felt empty. The loss also affected me physically. I was always feeling tired, it was difficult to sleep and it's also normal to have headaches and stomach pains. The physical problems will most likely disappear in time. It took me around 6 months before I could move on from this particular loss. I was often questioning myself, should I be over this by now? Are my feelings normal? Why do I feel so bad when others have suffered more than me? But there are no rules on how you should feel and no rules which say that some experiences of miscarriages are less upsetting than others. We all react in our own ways. Even a very early miscarriage can lead you to strong feelings of loss. If you felt very attached to your baby as soon as you knew you were pregnant, you're most likely to be upset if you miscarry. Perhaps you knew your baby had died, but it took more time before you actually miscarried. A bit like one of my miscarriages, a silent miscarriage. You might feel upset, but then also relieved of the uncertainty and waiting is over. From my own experience, I know that with all four of my miscarriages, I reacted and felt differently each time one occurred. Now I'm aware that it was perfectly normal to feel sad, tearful, shocked and confused, numb, angry, jealous, guilty, empty and lonely and even unable to cope with everyday life. There are a lot of good days and bad days when experiencing miscarriage, and no one can tell you the right way to feel. You might be anxious about your chances of conceiving again, or even about miscarrying again if you do manage to conceive. If you experience a very difficult miscarriage, you might feel unwell or drained. And there are many things that can affect the way you feel about your miscarriage and how long it takes you to move on. It can be hard to cope if people around you don't understand how you're feeling or expect you to behave in a certain way. You may feel criticised and in the wrong if people suggest you should be getting over your loss or moving on with your life. When you're feeling low, insensitive reactions and words can hurt. But sometimes, people simply don't know what to say or do, and you might need to tell them how you feel and how they can help. Whatever other people might say, remember, there's no right or wrong way about how to behave after a miscarriage. A miscarriage is a special sort of grief. It's a different type of loss. It's not like grieving someone you knew. Instead, you might mourn the loss of your baby's future, or your own future as parents. This could be hard for others to understand and relate to. The physical effects of miscarriage, especially the pain and bleeding, can ease your sadness and fear at the time. Afterwards, there may be problems to add to your distress and make it hard to move forwards. These include continued bleeding, exhaustion, and the needs to attending further tests and treatments. At the same time, it's normal for you to be anxious and worried about your own future. It's not unusual that after you've had a miscarriage, you might question yourself, how long will I feel like this? And unfortunately, there's no set time for your sadness to end. And it might last longer than those around you expect. I had a situation where one of my miscarriages took me six months to get over and I also had another one which was taking a bit longer than six months and people were asking me how long is it going to take you to get over and I felt really bad because I felt like I was being a burden to people but ultimately there is no timeline even when you start to feel better there still may be some bad days you might get upset when you have your first period after your miscarriage as the bleeding can remind you of the miscarriage or the fact that you're no longer pregnant Sometimes a bad day comes out of the blue and sometimes it happens for a reason like a friend tells you she's pregnant or she has a baby. It's not wrong to not want to attend baby showers or realize that you feel bad that when you're walking down the street it seems like everybody's pregnant or that when you see someone pushing a newborn baby you feel a great sadness. Sometimes bad days come on special dates like the day your baby was due or an anniversary of the miscarriage you could celebrate this by lighting a candle trying to overcome the sadness but there will come a time when your feelings change as the pain of your loss eases but don't ever expect the pain to completely disappear and don't ever stop feeling bad for the way that you're feeling no one can understand what you're going through Only you know your pain. During the time when you've gone through a miscarriage, sometimes you forget about your partner's feelings. Some couples find that the sadness of a miscarriage can bring them together and that they might not even need support from other people. But grief can put strain on even the best of relationships. You and your partner may feel grief in different ways or at different times. One of you might want to get on with your life and the other might take it a little bit harder need a bit more of a time out. One of you may be having a bad day while the other feels better and one of you may need support when the other feels that they're unable to give it. Your partner may find it hard if all the attention is on you and his or her feelings are ignored. If the strain of your loss is pulling you and your partner apart you might need to look for some outside help, maybe look into counselling or even speak to a GP. Again this is all all normal for this to happen then of course you're going to be worrying about your sex life what happens to it when will it get back to normal some couples find that making love makes them closer together but for others it's a reminder of what they lost one of you might want to make love maybe to show how they care while others don't sex also raises the question of whether or when you're going to try for another baby some people want to conceive again quite quickly while others need some breathing time. Some couples often disagree and this can also add to the stress. It is normal for sex to be difficult for a while after a miscarriage. Miscarriages are difficult and you might want to find a special way of remembering your baby or marking your loss. I've come up with a few ideas that might help you come to terms with your loss or even bring you some comfort. If your loss happens over spring or summer, you could plant some flowers in your garden, such as forget-me-nots. Now, if your loss occurs during winter, maybe you could light a candle or light it on anniversaries or other special days. You could buy something special in memory of your baby. I had a cousin that had a beautiful necklace made for me. It had four birthstones attached to it, and each birthstone represented a baby loss to this day I still treasure that necklace and it was such a wonderful gift to receive during such a hard time or if you didn't want something as sentimental you could make a donation to a charity but whatever you choose make it special for you if you're struggling to cope with your feelings you might need some support now this could come soon after a miscarriage or it could come much later on There are many different types of support groups out there. Now, if you feel comfortable speaking to people close to you, you could speak to a partner, a family member, or a friend. If you're not as comfortable speaking to someone as close, and at points I did feel like people that were close to me didn't quite understand and it's easier to open up to someone you don't know. You could speak to an expert outsider, someone like the Miscarriage Association or Tommy's. They usually have a lot of support volunteers on hand ready to speak to you. They can also refer you on to online support forums or Facebook groups. I joined the Miscarriage Association support forum and I was speaking to other women that had gone through what I had gone through and I did find it easier to open up to people that I didn't know but shared the same experiences as me. Now you could go to your GP and ask for a professional counsellor, either private or through the NHS or even a fertility clinic. You could try talking to a hospital chaplain or a different religious figure. You could also read about how other people felt after a miscarriage. And this brings me to why I wrote my book, IVF Got This. Now the book is a memoir and it's about my journey through my IVF and my sufferings with miscarriages. One of the reasons I wrote the book was because at the time I couldn't find any reading material on NK killer cells, which is what I have and that means that my body attacks anything foreign that enters it, such as a tumour or a pregnancy it means I have a really strong immune system and when I was going through everything I couldn't find much information on this or any other women that had gone through it so after my success I decided to write the book to be able to offer comfort To other women because I know that it does help to read other people's stories, and I hope that if you have the chance to read my book, you do find comfort in it and you realize that you're not alone, and you can also read about the different ways of how I found support through everything I was going through. If you do have other questions or worries, you should also go to your GP or practice nurse or a community midwife. There are Always people on hand, ready to listen to you and ready to help you. So don't be afraid to approach anyone. I just wanted to give a little bit of a recap on your feelings. Now, after having four miscarriages, I now know that there's no right way to feel after having a miscarriage. It completely depends on your circumstances, your miscarriage, how you suffered from it and what the pregnancy meant to you. A miscarriage is a completely different kind of loss. you will grieve in a different kind of way. How you feel will be unique to you and don't ever let anyone tell you how you should be feeling. You may feel upset for longer than you or those around you expect. A miscarriage can bring you and your partner closer or it could put a strain on your relationship. Again this is all completely normal. Friends and family won't always say the right things but there are also plenty of places for you to get help and support. And remember, it can help to find a special way to remember your baby. During my next episode, I'll be speaking to reflexologist Lisa Russell, and we'll be talking about how reflexology can help during IVF treatment and trying to conceive. If you've got a story that you'd like to share or would like to hear about something in particular, please drop me a message on my Instagram account at Collette Centeno Fox or my Facebook account IVF Got This. Thank you for listening to this podcast and I'll catch up with you soon.